Hi, I'm Paul Maxwell, the content strategist here at Timeline. Today, we're going to talk about 20 fascinating new data points from a new study that shows us how churches really spend their money and how we can apply those insights to get your church the capital that it needs to resource the ministries that you have. Again, I'm Paul Maxwell, and this is Modern Church Leader. Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient, and powerful for the kingdom of God. A new study of about a thousand churches supplies deep insight into how churches in 2019 spent their money. The study, the National Study of Congregations, Economic Practices, published by the Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, gives pastors the ability to understand the best practices, common mistakes, and, and how to build a legacy building budget and the practices that surround that to impact their community for generations to come. So here we're going to take a look at uh, 20 pieces of data that give pastors the critical insights they need to understand where they stand in the modern church budgetary landscape. Let's dig in. Number one, churches received $124 billion in donations in 2018. So uh, obviously that is an enormous sum of money. Uh, this statistic proves that church members are collectively passionate about the mission of the church and often how this money is distributed, as we'll see, corresponds to how the church's leadership culture relates to its financial practices on a cultural level. So how often a church teaches on giving, how proactive leadership is in analyzing finances, and what percent of the budget is spent on personnel to maximize and grow church size and impact correlates to receiving a larger percentage of this $124 billion. Number two, the average congregation size is 65 people, right? Which is much smaller than I thought that it would be, right? This average takes into account new church plants, older shrinking churches, and booming megachurches, right? Analyzed as organisms that constitute a single population of communities seeking to make an impact on the world for the kingdom of God. Number three, congregational revenue ranges from $3,000 to $41 million per church. Now, the median congregational revenue is $169,000. This means that as the congregational revenue increases, the number of churches that share in larger revenue, uh, larger annual revenue, rather, calculations drastically decreases. Number four, giving increased most among African-American Protestant churches. So uh, among African-American Protestant churches, 59% of these churches increased their giving in 2018. This is likely in part due to the rise in the availability of mobile recurring giving models, right? Prior to 2017, the online giving industry was largely owned by sort of business-oriented companies like PayPal and Square, which weren't really optimized for church giving or congregational user experience. In 2018, companies like Tithely had already optimized and provided a fully integrated digital and recurring giving solution for churches. Number five, giving decreased most among Catholic churches. So 56% of Catholic churches decreased in giving in 2018. This may be due to a slight latency among traditional churches to adopt digital and recurring giving solutions, which completely makes sense, but we're all getting on board now. Number six, churches that grew most were planted after 2000. Now, I mean, the most obvious reason for this is that planted churches are geared toward growth as a categorical priority in early years, while older churches tend to be more focused on legacy, sustenance, solvency, and survival. Plus, if you're already big, growth margins are smaller. Number seven, churches that decreased most were planted between 1975 and 1999. So churches planted between 75 and 99 decreased most in size. One primary reason for this decrease is the fluctuation that occurred in the 21st century in which conservative church planning movements began funding organizational expansion outside the scope of legacy denominational oversight. 
and many of these mainline denominations planted churches between 75 and 99. Number eight, most church revenue comes from small to medium gifts. So 28% of overall U.S. giving uh, were in small donations, what, under $100,000 per year. 33% of giving came from medium-sized donations between 100K and 245K annually. And only 9% of church revenue came from large donations, which are million dollar plus. Number nine, most church revenue comes from individual donors. So 81% of church revenue came from individual donations. 34% of congregations have endowments, which constitutes an average 4% of revenue, which is right on track with the average mutual fund yield. And 2% of churches receive revenue from government grants. 12% uh, 12 received uh, revenue from non-government grants. Number nine, digital giving is growing rapidly as a fundraising industry standard. So 50% of congregations receive gifts mid-service via digital format. 14% of congregations offered text to give. 5% offered a kiosk. The largest donations to churches came by check, average gift of $4,500, more than four times received digitally, on average about $1,000, or in cash, about another about $1,000, right? So congregations received about 22% of their revenue digitally through those means. Number 10, most congregations do not give digitally to their churches. So 24% of adult congregants made at least one digital contribution to their congregation in the past year. However, this is likely due to the relative novelty of the giving platforms. Just like manually administered e-commerce solutions such as the Starbucks app, Venmo, and PayPal, digital church giving solutions like Tidely are growing rapidly in popularity as a primary means of facilitating financial transfers to the church. Number 11, recurring giving is the future of church financial stability. So 55% of churches offer a recurring donation, uh, rather that recurring donation option through their digital service. So among those churches, giving tends to be higher than among churches that do not adopt div uh, digital giving solutions. The reasons for this, I think, are twofold. Number one, digital giving can offer churches the opportunity to make recurring giving as, as easy as tapping a button in their church app, which establishes a more stable and long-term financial relationship between the giver and the church. Second, Churches that offer digital giving tend to be more culturally modern, which represents a broader attitude toward technology adoption, that, uh, and, and that attitude often uh, attracts more people to the church. Number 12, capital campaigns have variable outcomes. So evangelical Protestants make the most money through capital campaigns, which is 58%, while uh, African-American Protestant congregations practice this least at a rate of 18%. So the average capital campaign goal is $850,000 among churches, and the average amount raised is $630,000. Number 13, churches that teach on giving grow much faster. So 43% of congregations teach on giving either once per year or never. Only 36% of churches teach on giving quarterly. Among congregations that teach on giving weekly, which is only 9%, 90% of those congregations reported financial growth. So among churches who discuss giving monthly, reported financial growth was 73%. Amazing statistic. Number 14, most churches don't share their financial reports publicly. So only 38% of congregations share their reports uh, through a bulletin, 20% through a newsletter, 13% through an email, 5% on their website. So while 92% of churches do create financial reports, only 81% share it with their congregations. Number 15, most churches track finances with accounting software. So tracking money, right? 95% of congregations track their money. 14% track with uh, track that money with pen and paper. 18% use Excel. 51% use accounting software. Number 16, most churches only acknowledge gifts once per year. 
So 63% of churches acknowledge gifts annually through an end-of-year giving statement, while 28% acknowledge through quarterly statements, which is a very interesting uh, statistic. Number 17, churches whose pastors analyze giving records grew faster, right? So pastors who are willing to look in the mirror made more effective changes, right? Among congregations whose clergy look at giving records, 58% report an increase in the amount of giving they received. And 42% of churches report an increase of 10% or more. Number 18, the average church spends most of its money on personnel. So where finances are spent on average, it's 49% on personnel, 23% on facilities, 11% on missions, 10% on programs, and 6% on dues. Evangelicals on average spend more on personnel, 51%, and less on facilities, 21%, compared with African-American Protestant churches that spend 23% on personnel and 25% on facilities. Number 19, older churches tend to spend less on property. So 50% of churches planted between 90, uh, uh, rather 1975 and 1999 own their buildings, and the other half have mortgages. Only 11% of churches planted after 2000 own their buildings and 89% have mortgages. This is, of course, due to the fact that churches planted later are still in the early stages of growth and their mortgage, making meaningful capital campaigns more difficult to ex uh, execute successfully, and mortgages more necessary to build equity in its infantile and adolescent years. Number 20, most missions budgets are spent locally, not internationally, which I thought was very fascinating. Uh, on average, 61% of a church's missions budget is spent on local missions, 20% is spent on U.S. missions, and finally, an average of 19% of the average church budget is spent on international missions, which is very just a surprising fact. Um, uh, so review these critical data points with your church team. How do these statistics interface with your congregation's current situation, demographic, and season? How can you optimize your financial practices in light of these data points? How can you pivot certain habits and attitudes within your senior leadership team to more optimally succeed in growing your church according to your organization's values? Let us know at Tively, right? We're, uh, visit us at Tively.com. We are always interested in helping churches to grow and more successfully execute the mission God has put on their senior leadership team. Thanks for listening. Please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes.